Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Voice Memos to God. How are you? I'm good. Are you asking the audience or are you asking me? Oh, this is so awkward. I'm so sorry. I was asking the audience, but I'm happy you're well as well. (laughs) Thank you. But the thing is with podcasts, they can't respond, unfortunately. But But they can, they can, everyone go DM us on Instagram right now. Right now. Tell us how you are. Yes, we love to know how you guys are doing. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. I think we had a pretty good episode last episode. We got um, some very high listens. I think it was because I did post a clickbait TikTok video, which <laughs> I'm, I'm quite proud of. And if a lot of people actually looks like it listened to the whole thing. So I'm glad, like, even people coming to the podcast from, like, that video, maybe they aren't even a Christian, maybe they'll consider listening to it again when they hear the two of us talk and have great banter. We've got many more episodes coming up, so if you loved that one, you'll yeah. love the rest of them. I feel like that was just, like, a good, juicy one, but I feel like mm-hmm. the ones we've had, even before this, like, have been very deep conversations, and I think those are the yeah. most meaningful ones. I actually think we had a really deep conversation on our, on our last one. Like, there was a little bit of tea and a little bit of just hilarious stories in that episode, but I do think <laughs> we had a really good conversation on just, like, what it means to be single and, like, how God can use us in that era. Um, and so. who knows how long these eras will last? So we've got to document them while we're in them. Yes, exactly, because, well... We can talk about this when it when our single eras end and be like, this is how God used me during my single era and now it's Ooh. ending because then I'll have a new era to talk about. But today's uh, today's topic is not about dating, but yeah. I'm sure there'll be many more topics about dating in the future and we can continue giving you guys our dating life updates. Unfortunately, I have none to report from the prior week. Do you have any to report to now? Um, last time I talked about a guy on this podcast before I went on a date with him, like a crazy person, he then immediately ghosted me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to mind my business and uh, start being a little mean and seeing if that attracts more men. So no, no updates. Yeah, less less delulu. I mean, I'll text you, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't need everyone to know how delulu I truly am. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like, even with the story that I shared last week, like, I didn't mention that on the podcast until it had, like, kind of wrapped and closed yeah. on that. Um, because I would have sounded probably Delulu, even though it was, like, a very real situation. Um, <laughs> unlike mine. Unlike mine. Go back and I think it's episode two. I was like, he's, he's yeah, speaking with intention. Two. And you, know? you just left the people hanging. Yeah, really? guys, he ghosted me. So Yeah, there's your answer. If you're wondering from episode two, what happened to that guy that you was talking to? <laughs> He is no longer in the picture. No, um, I couldn't even tell you his name at this point. It, it, I, I've I moved on. Either. Yeah. Um, I still, I will report back because I know I said this on last episode that I had de- deleted my dating apps. And I yes. am here to say that I have still, still have them deleted, which I feel like is a very good thing because oftentimes you can re-download them very quickly after. But I am still dating app free as of Friday, July 14th. So I'm at strong. least going to try to make it to the end of the summer dating app free and we'll see what transpires in that time i unlike jess i texted you on like monday or tuesday oh yeah the <laughs> whole thing it was like a stream of consciousness i was like you know i've been on these apps i've been focusing so hard on dating like i've been putting a lot of time and effort into it and it's not working so god must be telling me you know like this is your single era i don't want to use you in your dating era yet like you are your independent woman right now um just didn't even get to respond before i was like actually you know what scratch that i redownloaded bumble sorry i was hungry you texted me at like 10 a.m and i was having a really busy work day and i didn't like read it or process it until probably about like 8 p.m at night and i responded like oh yeah like maybe he is using you in your single era and then and 
immediately after. <laughs> You're up. Sorry. Artery down. <laughs> so gotta keep up, you know. Whenever I get I real philosophical, I probably just need to have a meal and some water. And I was like, oh, wait. Probably. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. But well, I guess we'll get into our weekly catch up after we've chit chatted about dating because I have nothing in the weekly catch up about dating for this. So I'm glad we covered that already. Yeah. Um, but Tanu, how was your week this past week? Yes, so this was my last week of work. Congrats on your last day. My official last day. It's very bittersweet. I feel like it still hasn't hit me. I had my exit interview with my coach today, and she was like, how do you feel? And I was like, see you on Monday, girly. Like, (laughs) I'm in it. So I feel like I haven't even processed it. And every Friday, we have a Friday Q&A where throughout the week, we can submit questions. And then on Friday, the partners will answer them. And we also started this new thing. I think we started in January, actually, where every month we do um, an appreciation for people in the firm. And they, like, get called out and get a little gift card and whatnot. They called me out and they're like, we're really going to miss you. And (laughs) they said, the office is going to feel so quiet. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, you're actually going to get work done. Instead of me going like, what's your favorite sheet? (laughs) (laughs) They're going to have so much fun. But I I really do miss them. You're going to be missed for sure. Yes. And already made plans with so many people. Such like concrete. We're going to this place at this day time. So I'm very excited because I'm still in the area. So and it's not like a harsh goodbye and that I'm like going to another company even though I, I think they would support me if I was it's like I'm consulting's not for me so I still have a lot of support from my work fam and I will miss them but I'm going on vacation so Yay. <laughs> tell us about that tell us um where you're going to yes I leave this Sunday I'm going on a cruise starts in Rome it goes around the Greek islands goes to Turkey and then ends back in Rome so I've never been to Greece and I've never been to Turkey so I'm very excited my parents today and I FaceTime them and my mom has a full face of makeup on and a short sleeve shirt and I'm like planes are really cold I think you should bring a jacket or something she's like i'll bring my jean jacket i'm like you're gonna sleep in a jean, in a jacket? jean jacket on a red eye you absolute what and then i facetime my dad tell me why he's wearing a suit jacket i was like where have you people even spawned from this is so odd this is not they, your yeah what is going on my mom was putting an earring she's like which one do you like better i was like where's your pillow like <laughs> what are you talking about right now I'm going to show up to the airport. We went to Alaska. I showed up to the airport looking like this. <laughs> looking gnarly. We also did have an, an overnight flight, and then it got delayed. I feel like we didn't leave till like, past midnight, if I remember Yeah, that. I remember that. Yeah. I was even positive. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I went to, like, the vending machine and got, like, one of those meal things, and then, like, a Diet Coke or something like that. everything was closed. Uh, the flight there was – I just distinctly remember the flight there being so painful because there was this, like, guy sitting next to me. And I was on the aisle seat, and his legs were, like, spread eagle all the way into my seat. And I was like, this is so frustrating. Like, please, like, keep to yourself. Like, please. Not really crying. And we also weren't sitting together, so I was like, oh. I don't know why we did that. Yeah, that was dumb. But anyways, um, yeah, exciting for your exciting for your vacation. I can't wait to see all the photos when you get back. You have to send them to me over text because they won't be on Instagram. So I'm going to need to get, like, a little iCloud link thank you thank you very much <laughs> shared album <laughs> shared album please um but that's awesome the week shopping 
and I'm very excited because it's going to be very hot in yeah. Europe where we're going. So lots of fun, flowy summer dresses. And then yesterday, I went on a nice long walk with a friend. She texted the group chat. She was like, does anyone want to go for a walk after work? I'm feeling pretty antsy. Today. I'm like, actually, me too. I want to get out there. This walk started at 4.30. Tell me why I got home at 9.30. Oh, you were, <laughs> you were vibing in community. We were walking. And I'm not a walker. If you told me to like slow yeah, you're not. a half marathon, I'd run. I mean, I'd jog, not run. But like, if you told me to walk. No, I'm you not. don't even walk to the grocery store. I'm not a walker. I'm especially not a summer walker because it's hot out. I don't, I like, it's not for me. So did you guys just like have a lot to talk about? No. Yeah. I mean, we were just chit-chatting, free-flowing conversation, but she wanted to walk from my apartment to her apartment. And if you live in Chicago, I live in Streeterville and she lives in like uptown Wrigley Park. If you don't live in Chicago or Wrigleyville, not Wrigley Park. If you don't live in Chicago, that's like five, six miles. <laughs> so I know that. Uh, well, yeah. we the walk because if she had said that, I would have been like, oh my gosh, I have a thing. It's crazy. I have a thing. Wait, um, this is kind of a tangent, kind of not because of you saying it, you have a thing. I saw the sticker the other day. I bet you saw it too. Of this girl, she was like, there should be an app for when you have plans with someone and you want to cancel and you can submit that online. But then you only see if the other one wants to cancel too. Oh, I would absolutely love that. I would <laughs> love that. Oh my gosh. I feel like we could even use it for podcasting because we've oh done this before God. where we've been like, literally, I can't record right now. And then you're like, thank goodness, like in the opposite, you know? Whenever you ask to move anything, I'm like, oh, amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. Things. But that was a long walk. And today we're meeting up again because I joined a volleyball league. I sent my friends a link and I was like, let's join the summer volleyball league. And somehow it's just me. <laughs> but that's okay. Coming. You'll make new friends. Yes. It's volleyball league. So. Wait, so specifically for singles? Yeah. That's very interesting because then you like know that everyone is on the lookout on the hunt yes so my friends are coming with me for moral support even though they didn't join the gosh darn volleyball league so okay, good yeah right that'll be so fun i'm excited to hear how the volleyball volleyball league goes me too yes. oh my gosh wait do you want to catch up <laughs> yeah let's catch up i'll tell you about my week for sure for sure um, so oh, my yeah. first bullet point on here is what did I even do this week? Because honestly, I was like, literally what happened this week? I can't even remember. Um, but I didn't even do that much. I don't think. Um, anyways, what did I do this week? Nothing really of significance. So what I'm going to talk about is I, this morning was having coffee Fridays, which was, you know, third coffee Friday in a row. Those have been going really well. If you haven't listened to the pod before or don't follow me on Instagram, I host coffee at my apartments every Friday morning now. Um, like in the summer so that has been going great some friends have come and today for the coffee friday topic we were planning our trip so you're going to europe i am potentially going to europe well we're like definitely going we just haven't booked the flights yet um to spain and maybe somewhere else that i might do a few days by myself because i kind of want to take like two weeks off work i'm just like extremely burnt out right now and i need some time off i have not taken extended time off so we're definitely going to go to Spain with two of my friends from D.C. And then I may take a few extra solo days, but excited to plan that. Excited to actually book the flights because, like, once the flights are booked, you're, like, solid. You're going. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, what I did this morning. And then only other thing significant this week that I did was I 
fell on my butt um, rollerblading. <laughs> so that was unfortunate because it was my second time rollerblading ever. And I'm trying to like learn rollerblading as an adult and good, good at it, like good enough to or blade a marathon. However, um, right now I recorded my rollerblading session from the other day and the pace not only is it slower than what I would run, it is slower than my walking pace. <laughs> You're really high. Yep. Yep. So I am a very much a beginner, but people were cheering me on in the park. They were like, you got this. I'm so proud of you. Like this one lady, she came around twice. She like circled with her car. She was like, you can do it. I'm so proud. I was like, that is so sweet. And then there's other bikers that are like, get out of the way. Get out of the way. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So like, there's two sides to the coin of going to a park and rollerblading as a complete beginner. But then, yeah, I fell on my butt, which is not fun. I have a huge bruise there, which is quite annoying. Um, I remember yeah. posted that first pic of you ever rollerblading. I was like, where are your like, knee pads and your elbow I pads? ordered them yesterday. Oh, yay! You did have a helmet, and I was like, love that yes. helmet. <laughs> I had a helmet, but like, I think I'll feel more comfortable when I have the knee pads, elbow pads, and wrist pads, because then I'll be able to go a little bit faster, because if I fall, it won't be as bad. But yeah, I ordered those yesterday because like I realized that I really needed them. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I remember like the first night that I got the rollerblades, I sent you that video and I was like, look, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that will go down in history. I wish we could show the world that, but that does not leave my phone or your phone. So <laughs> it was just me in my apartment putting my rollerblades on. I thought it was hilarious. Um, it was hilarious. It was so funny. But yeah, other things that I've been doing this week, I'm having a housewarming party tomorrow. So I'm super excited for that. I did invite 55 people. Um, <laughs> and my apartment what? is like 700 square feet. Only, okay, listen, listen, listen. My I thoughts. Oh, 55. Oh my goodness. I, I just like, I like... I like hosting things. I like making people feel welcome. And so I invited a lot of people. Um, uh, so like 35 people responded that they were coming. You know, there's going to be some drop-offs. They're not all going to come at the same time, right? <laughs> so my little one-bedroom apartment, and no one will be going to my bedroom, I don't think, um, will be housing 30 people. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but I did go to Costco today and got a bunch of stuff. Somehow <laughs> I spent $200 and I was like, oopsies, that was a mistake. But you know what I think about it? I think about it. It's an investment for future like parties. Cause I, now that I have this like larger apartment, I want to host people a lot. So like I got all the cutlery, the cups, mm. the plates, you know? So like now I have all that stuff and I'll have like extra like seltzers and like stuff like that for future parties. So it's an investment. I did spend $200, but I'm more than happy to host people, so that'll be exciting, and I'm sure people will, like, bring stuff as well. But, yeah, housewarming party tomorrow. Definitely have to prep, do a deep clean of the apartment. The apartment's already, like, very clean, but I just want to, like, make sure it's in its tip-top condition. So, yeah, I've been prepping prepping for that. Fun. Can't wait for all your 30 closest friends to pop on over. Right. Wow. <laughs> so many people. I literally don't know. I think, like, okay, well, I did count – on the invite list because I was hanging out with a friend the other day and she was like, who's coming? And I was on the invite list and about 60% of them are from my church. So it is mostly a church party and then friends that I had prior to attending the church that I currently go to. But that's just what happens, guys. When you get in Christian community, you just make friends with everyone and then you end up inviting 55 people to your house <laughs> party because, like, why not? Why so, not? 
that's literally what happens. I feel like I invited like literally half the church, but (laughs) it's the place to be. It's the place to be. So it's like pretty much like a church party plus some of my other friends, which we'll get my other friends to meet my church friends. It'll be great. (laughs) We love, um, excited for that. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing, Jess. Thanks for asking me. Do you want to go ahead and also share your Bible verse favorite? Yeah, a lot at once. Yes, absolutely. So (laughs) this is actually has a funny story, not the verse itself, but the reason why another verse is coming from James. So James has had a lot of significance in my life recently because my friend Haley told me to read the book of James because when I was going through this whole like dating debacle, like a few weeks ago, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for a relationship, blah, blah, blah. She was like, read James, like just read it. Um, like study it. So I've been reading James because of that. But then, um, uh, to know, I don't think you watched The Bachelorette, do you? Mm-mm. Okay, so context for you and for our listeners who don't watch The Bachelorette, they just started a new season and there's this guy on The Bachelorette who, um, he's so attractive. Like, he's so insanely attractive. So I'm like, let me go look this man up on Instagram, right? And turns out he loves the Lord. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. So in his Instagram bio is not only a verse of the Bible, but the entire book of James. No, sorry, sorry. Not the entire book. The entire first chapter of James. It just says, he has like the little cross emoji. And then it says James 1. So he is promoting that he identifies with James 1. Okay. (laughs) So therefore, I had to go study James 1. And, you know, James 1 has a lot of truth, a lot of goodness, a lot of grace in there, a lot of really good juice in James 1. So I can see why it is his Instagram bio, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, side note to this before I get into my Bible verse. Uh, when he does get kicked off the show, I will, so you I will want be him DMing him. I will be DMing him. You and want him to get kicked off is what you're saying. I mean, yeah. You don't want him to find love? No, because what if I'm that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so Delulu. He does live in New York City, so, like, it's not that far, right? Yeah, um, of course. Like, it's not that far. So yeah. after he gets off the show, after he gets eliminated, I will be DMing him and being like, hey, um, I see that you love the Lord. I also love the Lord. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Anyways, James 1, 16 to 18, guys. <sighs> Do not be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits, that seemed wrong, <laughs> did I type that wrong, <laughs> of all he created. I'm, I'm going to skip that last part because I feel like that could be a typo, but if first fruits is a word, then that's what it means. Um, <laughs> anyways, I thought this verse was really great because it just reminds me constantly of like everything that's good and glorious in this life is not from me or from anyone else it's all from god so like all glory to god this is like a very long way of saying this that like anything good that comes from your life is because god is providing so um that is the verse that i chose from james just to remember give all give god all the glory because that is what he deserves i did double check first fruits is a word okay it means promise to come. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, very interesting choice of words, but I did not mistype that. It is first fruits. Um, yeah, Tanu, what is your Bible verse of the week? Okay, I definitely, oh no, I didn't mistype this. This is from Psalm 145.5. Mine's short and sweet. 
They speak of all the glorious splendor of your majesty, and I will meditate on your wonderful works. So this kind of goes hand in hand with yours of all of our gifts coming from God. Mine is all about nature. So back in the COVID days, um, when everything was closed, I got really into long distance running because I had nothing else to do. And my favorite was to go out in the park close to where I lived and just being out in nature. It's so beautiful. And I was so thankful to be, now that I live in the city, it's it, even more so to have such beautiful, expansive, just nature to really sink my teeth into and every time I went for a run out there so this is just this is God right here and yesterday when I was on a walk with my friend I live in downtown Chicago like I couldn't even draw a tree from memory anymore like this place is just concrete jungle where dreams are made of and yesterday on my six mile walk we went to a bird sanctuary which I didn't even know existed. And it was just this beautiful, it felt like a forest. Like I felt like I was trekking through nature again. My, my lungs were so full of fresh air. I was in heaven. I truly felt at one with the Lord. And I'm very thankful she showed me that because she was like, this is the little stump I go to to cry sometimes. <laughs> I just had the time of my life. And I love nature so much, so I was very grateful because it's something that I've been missing out here in the in the concrete jungle of Chicago. In the concrete jungle, yeah. No, that's so true. I I will say, not to, like, put D.C. up against Chicago, but D.C. has so many green areas that, like, I walk out of my apartment and run five minutes and then you're in a park. So, totally feel that because, like, I love being in the green spaces and, like, just seeing all the beautiful things that God has created, like... It's so cool. Like, he individually thought about every single one of these trees. He, like, planted the seeds. I don't even know. It's, it's, it's so cute. It's so cute. Chicago does have parks. They're not cute. It's just a field of dead grass. So mm, Yeah, unfortunate. Mm. <laughs> uh, they need some National Park Service to get up in there and, like, reserve some space and plant some, plant some trees. Not a single National Park in Illinois. I learned that this week at work. Really? Yeah. I was like, surely at least one. I don't think there's any in D.C. Because D.C. is so small. But, like, mm -hmm. Virginia, for sure, I feel like. National Park's in D.C. I should. Anacostia Park. Okay, that's National Park, I guess. Maybe. Um, whoa, wait, wait, just kidding. It says there are more than 30 national parks located in the District of Columbia. Oh. That's a lot. Oh, wait, there's five national parks in Illinois. So this is just a really great sign, everyone, that you need to fact check the information that is given to you. <laughs> Uh, just to make sure that it's correct. <laughs> well, five in the entire state? Yes. That is oh, wait. Not, not a lot. This website says, although there are not any official national parks in mm. Illinois, the National Park Service operates two federally owned. Moral of the story is do more research than I just did. Um, yeah. And educate yourselves. Yeah. Anyways, yes. we're getting on a tangent. Let's move on. <laughs> um, Tanu, what are your Jesus stories from this week? Yes, I have one Jesus story. So um, my friends at work planned a happy hour for me on Wednesday, so which was my last in-office day. And we all went out and grabbed a little drink after work. And it was so nice. What drink did you get? Um, oh, my gosh. They had alcohol-free rosé. 
Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And you liked it? You liked the taste of it? I did like it. It honestly just tasted like sparkling cider that you would have as a kid on the holidays. But I am a kid and every day is my holiday because I'm praising the Lord. So I loved it. And I was very grateful because my last when I left, they just said, bye. And then I just walked on again. So this one felt really good. (laughs) They sent you off well. They sent you off well. That's very sweet. Yeah, I love when um, people celebrate other people because, like, yes. even though you're no longer going to be a part of the workplace, like, they still want to celebrate, like, the time you spent, the friendships that you build. Like, I think that is super important. Um, and that's how, like, you should treat other people because that's how Jesus treated other people. He showed, like, celebration and kindness and, like, appreciation for other people and, like, love to see that. Um, and it's, it feels good to feel appreciated. Like, it really sucks when you feel so undervalued. So that's awesome. I loved it. What are your Jesus stories, Jess? Thanks, Tanu. <laughs> uh, why did I say that so far? You're it's welcome. Like, it's like when you're in a work call um, and you're like going through the slides, you're like, at this point, I'm going to pass it off to Snoo. Take <laughs> yep. the rest of the deck. Anyways, um, my Jesus stories. So first, we had like a church block party on Tuesday that I went to and I got to talk to a lot of my friends but I think the purpose of the block parties is really to meet new people or or more so for people who are newer to the church to meet also people who might be new to the church but meet people who are more like plugged in and like kind of learn how they can get plugged in as well so I did meet a few new people specifically some followers who were like oh my gosh like I follow you on TikTok and I'm like every time it just feels so cool like I don't think it ever gets old yes there are some times when I want to go to the grocery store in my pajamas in peace however (laughs) at a church event I'm totally fine with like people being like oh my gosh like yeah like I follow you on social media blah 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 so that was really cool got to meet some new people and also just like have some good conversations with the friends that I have already met through the church. So that was awesome. Um, and definitely considered a Jesus story because, you know, new people are coming in, which is very cool. And then another Jesus story that I had was just like successful Coffee Fridays. I've been hosting them for a few weeks now. And it's not like a lot of people, not like the 55 people that I'm inviting to my house party, like definitely not that many, but just like smaller groups of like two or three people. And it's cool because, like, my friends are getting to meet one another and it's, like, smaller groups of community to just, you know, have coffee and have some, like, deep, nice conversations on a Friday morning. So definitely want to continue doing that. Yay, Jess. I'm happy for you. You should host Coffee Fridays. I don't know anyone in my life willing to be up that early. Yeah, fair. Yeah, so. Very fair. Yeah. <laughs> but such a great idea. Thank you for that. Of course. Always happy to share. Yeah. Um, Can we get into our topic for the day? Yes, let's get into the topic. Do you want to introduce yeah. it? Yes. All right, everyone. So today's topic, general please, we are going to be talking about practicing rest in a busy world. So what do we do to just catch a breath? I know, Jess, you're talking about feeling a little burnt out at work. So how can we feel more well-rested? That way we can give all of our activities and commitments 100% instead of feeling like we're just barely given any of ourselves to anything we have to do. So for our first question, Jess, what is your current relationship with rest? And what does rest mean to you? Great question, Tanu. Um, And I'm going to be completely open and honest in this Uh conversation because I am not the best at practicing rest. Mm. But it's something that I continually strive to improve and to do better at. So um, my current relationship with rest is that I don't rest, like pretty much never. Um, I was actually talking with my friends the other day and we were talking about our red flags. And my friend goes, 
Yeah, Jess, um, your red flags are you don't stop, you never rest, you're an overachiever, you just like literally keep going. I'm like, you know what? Fair. Fair, fair, fair. I literally <laughs> don't rest. And then people are like, so like doing this like sunrise challenge, like what time do you go to bed? Like what? Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Just because I wake up early, I still go to bed at like 11 or 12 <laughs> at night. Don't be like me. I'm not recommending this lifestyle. Like I've just like trained my body to not need a lot of sleep and not a lot of rest. Which is not great. However, I'm accomplishing a lot in the day, which is which is which is good. So my current relationship with rest is that I don't practice it very well on the whole. I think there's like moments and pockets of time that I do practice rest. And even in my like I feel like this can be broken down into many different areas. But yes, I feel a bit burnt out in my job right now. Just managing that on top of like another job is kind of a lot. Friendships, I've been like growing a lot of friendships in DC recently, and it's just really hard to fully delve into you know 55 friendships that I have apparently (laughs) you know gotten myself into which is great and I like love all of these people but it's definitely taken a lot of time um to do that so currently yes not a great relationship with rest I think rest to me means a few things like resting mentally and physically like actually like sitting down and not like leaving the apartment for a little bit like I think sometimes I try to take one day a week to just stay at home um, and not have plans, but often those plans get filled and I will not say that I do that every week because um, I don't. Um, but yeah, I think just like slowing down, appreciating the moment can definitely be a good way to practice rest, um, but I don't have a great routine for it right now. Mm. What about you? What a great question, Jess. Thank you for asking. So I would say currently, honestly, I'm the exact opposite very stagnant perspectives here (laughs) um I would say I rest far too much um and I would say most people close to me would also agree that I'm a bit uh, I'm a bit of a slower uh, you're well rested I'm well rested I do be sleeping so my goal for the rest of the year is to create a healthy balance with rest so you need to rest more I need to rest less. That's why I was so grateful for my walk yesterday because my usual uh, 4 to 9 p.m. activity is to sit in bed. Um, I I won't lie. I have been reading. I I have my nook here. I have been reading, but I'm still just sitting around. Uh, I, I do love to sit. I do love to loaf. So rest right now. I think I do too much. My current relationship, uh, I feel like we're too close. We're too close. We need to create some distance. We need to become more independent from one another. And to me, resting is just when I don't have anything on the calendar, when I don't have to set an alarm. I feel so at peace. I don't have to be sleeping per se. Maybe it's just reading my little book. Maybe it's doing a quick scroll on the talk. But just knowing that I'm free. Ugh. These past few days, since it's my last week of work, I haven't had to set an alarm. And since I'm going on vacation, I, I taught my last Orange Theory classes on Wednesday. So I've just been free since then. I just, oh, I, I wake up naturally around 7 a.m. I say hello to the little kitty cats. Here's one of my kitty cats. Kitty. And then I just read a little book. Now that both gives me so much comfort and so much anxiety. Like, <laughs> Not having, like, any, like, set things or, like, things that, like, obligations that you have to do gives me so much anxiety. But at the same time, when I do rarely occasionally have a day like that, I'm like, wow, like, what do I do? Like, no (laughs) one is, like, needing me right now. Like, 
I don't need to be anywhere. Like, this is weird. Like, this is weird. So it gives me a lot of anxiety. But this is so funny to have, like, two different perspectives. And honestly, we're going to have to alter some of these questions because I wrote this from the perspective not even considering that someone might be on the other side. (laughs) I was like, oh, everyone needs to rest more. What What do you mean? Like, So I'm glad we have both double perspectives here. Um, so maybe we can even give each other some advice in this session too of how you rest and how I stay busy, etc. So mm-hmm. to know, how do you practice rest and what spiritual disciplines help you with this? Mm. I would say, and this is going to sound cuckoo bananas, but I would say one thing that really brings me peace and maybe I'm interpreting rest as peace, whereas other people would interpret rest as like sitting down and catching your breath but since I do that all the time that to me is just work so (laughs) I really wanted to get some peace I love going for a run along the lake shore because like I said earlier just makes me feel so grateful and it almost feels meditative I put on one of those like 160 or 155 beats per minute playlists on Spotify so I don't even think about my pace I'm just going along to the beat of the music, looking around at the beautiful lake and just, it's so amazing. So that brings me a lot of peace, even though I guess it's not, I mean, at the speed I run at, I would call it very restful. So, (laughs) and I'm not, I'm not training for any half marathons or anything. So to me, like a good three, four miles is like, wow, we really did a lot of work today. So, and I try to think of my running time as like a little meditative time to just turn my brain off, put one foot in front of the other and just zone out. That sounds lovely. Do I ever do that? No, I struggle so much on my like easy run days on the training calendar because like as a runner, like you're supposed to take like 80% of your your runs at a very easy conversational pace. I struggle with that a lot. I'm like, oh, I need to go and hustle and fast and, you know, whatever. Like I, and I do it. Trust me. I do do slow runs sometimes and I like it and I love how it feels, but it's very hard for me to hold myself back like that. And I think that's just like my personality, but like it is possible to do that. So good to know. Um, But I don't, I definitely don't see running as a form of rest though for me, because I feel like that is tied to like, like you said, like half marathon training, marathon training. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of for me always, you know, making progress on that which we'll talk about on the pod next week about making progress and continuous improvement but I do feel like that running inherently because of the way my relationship with it and like training for races it is more it it is less rest than uh some other people would consider it um but I love that you are able to what it's almost like work yeah I can yeah because I guess if you think obviously I'm not a professional athlete and nowhere close to it but if you think about professional athletes like mm-hmm. it is work to them um and I think like reframing that mindset is super important and something that I hope to do later in life right now I'm at the point where I do want to like run fast and like have good races which is but again like like I said I'm nowhere close to like a even fast runner but I do like to challenge myself in that way but yeah, I, I definitely consider running a form of activity instead of rest. But that's so cool that you can rest from it. Thank you very much. Got to take it slow. And I think you're a fast runner. It's all about perspective. Yes, that's true. It's all about perspective. Um, I guess for me, the um, like how do I practice rest is just by canceling plans, honestly. <laughs> or like not making plans in the first place to begin with. Oh, because I love that. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's really... Okay, so let's say... I've gotten a lot better at saying no to things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I think so. Yes, I, I will give myself a little bit of credit that I've gotten a lot better to say no to things. But I still fill my calendar, but I don't overbook myself. Like I think mm-hmm. in the past like couple of months, I would literally book myself so close that I would just I just started being late to everything. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is not me. Like I'm literally late to everything. I feel so bad, but then I'm like, I cannot keep keep booking these things, like sit, seeing six different people in a day. Like that is just yeah. simply not sustainable. Um, and so I've gotten a lot better at that. I've gotten a lot better at saying no. Like if something that I don't really want to go to, I'm not gonna go to anymore. So I've gotten a lot better, but I still have a lot on my calendar and a lot on my plate. But again, like there's nothing that I really want to get rid of right now. So <laughs> that's an interesting scenario that I'm in. But like I'm continually practicing the you know posture of setting boundaries and mm-hmm. saying no for sure. But I practice rest by you know canceling plans if I really don't feel up for them. I really try not to do that often because like commitment is super important to me. Mm-hmm. But if I just really feel drained and I don't feel like I'll be able to give my full self at like whatever activity that I'm going to, then I will um, cancel. We are beautiful opposites because I think yeah. better at saying yes to things because my, <laughs> I don't think I agreed to do anything in college. My, my natural resting state is, was no. It's, it's something that thank you. I appreciate being thought of. And I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, that being said, I'm not going to attend that. Uh, so I feel like I have to consciously work to fill up my schedule because if left to my own devices, I, I wouldn't, I simply wouldn't go anywhere or do anything. So I feel like I actively have to work to do the things that socially at least are so easy for you. And I think, yeah, this is so interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Not to get back to our mental health, um, topic, Uh but I do have anxiety and depression and when I was first diagnosed, I was like, oh, for sure I've got anxiety. But, like, I don't think I have depression. Like, I'm so happy all the time. But it all comes down to, with both of them, like, everyone can be anxious. Everyone can be sad sometimes. But it comes down to if it impacts your ability to live life the way you want to live it. And I was, like, coming home from Orange Theory yesterday. And I was like, I just, there's so many times in my life where I could, wish I could just do more. I wish I had the energy or the, like, the want to do more. Sometimes I feel like I am trapped in this bed. Before the people uh, listening, I am in bed recording this. So right, right, right. Pray for me that I get up. <laughs> pray for me that I overcome it. Uh, but yeah, I feel like those social things that come so easy to you. I'm like, I'll see you guys later. Like I've never experienced FOMO. I couldn't. Oh, no. I experience that all the time. I've gotten better about like not having FOMO. A lot better, but I used to have it really bad. I always said in college, I was like, I usually regret going out, but I never regret staying in. <laughs> college was quite the time where I was trying to hype everyone up in the apartment to like, just like leave the apartment, not even to like do anything crazy, but just like to go outside. <laughs> well, Grace and I target at That's like 8 true. p.m. Yeah, that is true. I would I would join for some of those those trips and That's then really try hard. to try to scheme you guys into doing something more. You did you once get me to go for a run. Wait, what? You did once get me to go for a run at like 10 p.m. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that. That was really fun. I was gonna say, which I think you'll think this was also a fun time. <laughs> I bought a bike and you drove me to Target. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about this. <laughs> and I just remember. Grace and I were sitting in the back seat of the car with the bike on our laps, so squish, 
so funny. We bought completely unrelated. Well, just by herself was like um sophomore year of college and i tried to fit it in my car we drove to target and we were trying to get back to campus and that bike refused to get in that car <laughs> like honestly we were so close to you driving next to me biking at home like <laughs> so close to that being the the, the reason why we have to do that like it so looks close. like it should fit like just by looking you'd be like oh yeah just put it in the car nope Nope, it did not, especially with two girls in the backseat, mm. too. Mm. Yeah, it was rough. Anyways, that is a complete <laughs> tangent, but we'll get back to topic now. Yes. Because the next question is, well, I'll say it how I wrote it, <laughs> and then you can adapt it to your own choosing. Um, so yeah. what I wrote is, are you able to say no when it becomes too much? <laughs> yeah. How do you develop boundaries? <laughs> yeah, Jess. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> um... I would say, yeah, that actually <laughs> surprises me. It's really easy to me. Um, I would say, am I able to say yes when being stagnant becomes yes. too much? I wish I was able to say yes before I was like, someone please hang out with me right now before <laughs> I go insane. I need human contact. I feel like I, if I just said yes to like one or two things a week, I would get that consistent human interaction hanging out with my friends and then I wouldn't on like a Tuesday night be sending my friend a, a, a voice message to me going I don't know if I'll ever feel love so yeah I would say I need to <laughs> work on saying yes before I become so bored that I get a little bit reckless because when yeah. I get bored I do I do strange things so I stop being bored so oh jeez <laughs> I don't even know. We're not even going to go into it. We're not even going to go into it. Um, on the other hand, for me, I definitely struggle saying no, as we talked about. Um, but I think I'm pretty good at distinguishing when I'm at my breaking point. I don't have like too many like big mental breakdowns. I think I catch them like right before I'm on the brink of a mental breakdown, which is, which is, which is great. It's a good quality that I have because um, I can catch them early on and be like, whoa, this is too much. I need to step it back a little bit and like tone it down. Mm-hmm. So I think I can catch it. I think I have gotten a lot better at developing boundaries. Like, honestly, like, especially in my professional life, like, I am, I have a lot of boundaries being like, no, like, that is too much. Like, that is, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like where I struggle with boundaries is in friendships because I always want to make my friends feel loved and appreciated. And, like, I always want to show them that I am, like, prioritizing them and spending time with them. So I think that's where I struggle to create boundaries. Like, it's definitely not in my social media. It's definitely not in my work. Like, it's really just my friendships because I never want someone to feel like I'm not prioritizing them. So, like, I don't know how I would do this in, like, a relationship either. Like, it's something I thought of because maybe there wouldn't be, like, super clear boundaries there. So, something I think about and work on. But, yeah, it's mostly in friendships that I have trouble saying no. Other places, I've, like, gotten a lot of practice at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Uh- our last question, Miss Hood, what routines can you put in place to better practice rest in your life? Or to better practice less rest in your life <laughs> for you when we get to yeah. you. But um, for me, I think, I guess we haven't touched too much on this, which I think we should definitely talk about it. But like the spiritual, spiritual disciplines that help us practice rest, because, you know, the whole concept of rest is developed from Jesus and from God of like resting, like on the seventh day. God rested, right? Like that is why we rest. Like that is our principle and guiding force for all of this in this entire conversation. Um, so for me, I think just like stepping back from things that cause me stress and cause me to be overwhelmed. So 
maybe that's social media. Maybe that's taking like a Sabbath day, like completely off my phone, something like that. Or again, like saying no to plans and like maybe spending time in the word or like watching a sermon. I think like that's, even though you're still doing something, which for me, I struggle not doing things. So like maybe just like replacing things that cause me a lot of like hyperactivity with things that can be done in a restful posture and help me like navigate the rest of my life with keeping rest in mind. So like just integrating that into my life of like spending more time in the word and in prayer because I need to pray that I am better at rest. Like that is a prayer that I need to have and a conversation that I need to have with God being like, God, I know there's a lot on my plate. I know I'm trying to do all these things for your glory, but sometimes it can be too much. Like, where do you want me to practice rest? And like, how can I do that and honor you at the same time? So yeah, I think that's like what I need to continue to do is just like recognize that and then like kind of bring myself back to earth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I think hmm, one thing that I've been really good at recently is my self-care routine, which gives me some time to either get myself ready for the day or decompress for the day. And I just feel like taking care of myself is the ultimate way to get myself out of a where I don't want to do anything. Because if I feel pretty, I'm going to want to go out a little bit more. If I feel yeah. like a, a, a blob that has melted into the bed sheets, I'm not going to want to go anywhere. So getting up in the morning, making my bed, washing my face, brushing my teeth, like, it's simple. Simply yeah. do it. <laughs> no, for sure. I agree. Like, when you feel ready, even for me, like, with the social media thing, like, I, that on the days I don't feel ready, like, I simply, like, I can't film. Like, I'm, like, not ashamed. Like, right now, I'm not wearing any makeup. Like, that does not bother me at all with friends. Like, I don't care. But then something about, like, just, I feel more inspired to even film content when I am ready. So, totally get that on the other side. But then sometimes it's nice to have days where I'm not doing any, like, makeup or fashion because I'm like okay I don't have to film then so it does relieve the pressure just a little bit so I think we're we're gonna try to reach a happy medium to new where like yeah I say no to more things you say yes to more things we we get to a, a median point of good Christian rest amen amen well I think that was all the questions that we had um for today's episode on rest and we will be pre-recording one episode so it'll be kind of like a special edition episode that we're going to pre-record since Tanu will be on vacation um and we did ask you guys on our Instagram for some questions so we'll go through like some Q&As a lot of them actually might be turned into real podcast episodes so if your question does not get answered don't worry it's probably going to turn into a future podcast episode because it's a little bit more of an in-depth conversation but then we'll also have a topic for discussion as we normally do but since we're recording two days in a row, we're not going to tell you about our weeks twice in a row because no one really needs to hear that. Um, so, yeah, that is the plan for the next couple episodes of the podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Voice Memos to God and also give us a review on Spotify and please on Apple Podcasts as well since we are now streaming there too. Yes, please. And any wonderful comments, yes. questions, concerns you have, don't hesitate to DM us on Insta. Yes. Yay. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you in the next one. Bye.